1: Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't sub. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here. And when I'm introducing the warm-up show, that means Jerry's out. Jerry did uh, Cowboys-Eagles last night, and I guess he said, you know what, I'm going to sleep in. Uh, So now I introduce you, the co-host of the afternoon program, (laughs) with Carton Roberts and CeeLo. Mr. Chris LaPresci, Try
0: host, perhaps, on yeah. certain, days I had that, certain days.
1: I had that show on yesterday, Cartner Roberts. Yeah. I listen to it uh, almost every day. I have it on at some point, a lot of times for multiple hours in the yeah, background. Yeah, we can
0: tell you're a dedicated listener. Very
1: dedicated listener. And I felt like you were on the entire show yesterday. Like, legitimately, I didn't recall a time when you were <laughs> not in there playing sound clips. You know what's funny? Um, I feel like, as
0: usual, when I go in there, I have a lot of things I want to bring to them. It's tough to get to. You've known Craig a long time tough to keep his attention. It it's is. very short bursts or, you know, it'll be like, what else you got? And then as you begin to introduce it, the... by the way, I should tell you real quick, and we'll get back to CeeLo in a second, and 15 minutes later, you know, it's right. like, what else you got? So This is what happens. It's organized chaos, yes. pretty much what it is. It yeah. was organized chaos. Full I'm... five-hour program as well with no Yankees, so right. we went all the way to seven o'clock. That was a factor.
1: I did text you. I said, make sure you get host pay, <laughs> uh, and you said host, uh, fill in host, yeah. like you would be considered get paid the same as update people.
0: Yeah, that's correct. <laughs>
1: So you can do either a 30-second update at the top of the hour or a four-hour, five-hour show. Yes,
0: but I will say you're right. There's short updates at the top, but um, the anchors are spread across multiple platforms now, and it's usually like for seven or eight hours. So I guess it adds up over
1: time. You guys have the weirdest union ever. Uh, I really would agree. Do. I it is agree. the worst union ever.
0: Well, I don't know that
1: I'm actually allowed to say that there's on like the air. There's electrical unions, <laughs> plumbers unions. It feels like those all like... You know, the, the weirdest union is that um, yeah. that uh, whatever. What is it even now? It's, is it SAG? After it's SAG.
0: After oh, so yes, you're mixed years in with like we, real actors and right, actresses. They right. don't care about radio. No, people. <laughs> no. And it's it's very much localized. Yeah. So what happens here has to do with the New York branch and I more see. the after side than the SAG side. Yeah. The best part of that merger, as been discussed, I'm sure many times on the air, is. Around the time of award season, yeah. we would get the DVD screeners for the SAG after awards or Which the SAG nice. awards, yeah. But now it's you know everything's digital, digital, digital. So they just email you links
1: and stuff like uh, that. It's not quite the same. I'm not watching a movie digital, I need yeah. it on my television. Right, exactly. I'm give 52. me the disc.
0: I need the disc. Yeah.
1: I don't know yeah. that I need a disc, but just give me a way to stream it on my television set. Well,
0: yeah, I'm talking a few years back. Now, oh, I see.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. By the way, I watched that. Uh, when I came in this morning, I watched, you know, and stay up to sure. watch. I uh, got to get some sleep. Yes. But the Cowboys, they were humming. Yeah, home opener.
0: You know, Dak back in front of the home crowd, building his full. You figured that the momentum was probably going to be on their side, and they pretty much boat raced him from there. I know the Eagles had the early fumble recovery to tie it. Yeah. But the Dallas dominated the first half. Dominated. And then you figure, okay, maybe the Eagles come out in the second half, and they can kind of chip away here, and Hertz throws the pick six, and that was pretty much the end of the game.
1: Yeah, it was 40, uh, ended 41-21. I loved that the Cowboys did not settle for field goals. Yeah, I know that's a big At thing all. for you. I We're so it. used to that around here now. I hate the local teams always going for field goals. Cowboys, fourth down, going for it. They they, they you don't play around.
0: How about we just Score. stop it? You said I hate the local te-. can we just end it there? Hate I the hate local the local
1: teams. teams. We could do that.
0: That's I mean, I look forward to these national standalone games now because it's actually you actually get to see some competent I understand it's a blowout. But even in a blowout for the Eagles, Hertz throws for over 300 yards, couple of touchdowns, big plays down them. Yeah, mistakes mixed in, of course, and they lost by whatever three three scores or whatever it was. But at least if you're an Eagle fan, you got some action last night, you know? God.
1: Yeah, I like this new uh, this Cowboys tight end. Whose Dalton name is, Schultz. Yeah, that guy seemed all over it. Yeah,
0: he's been around a little bit. He has. Well, you had to wait for Jason Witten to, you know, finally right. get out of
1: the way. <laughs> Cowboys always have a quality <laughs> tight end. Usually they do. For yeah. many years. Yes. Starting with Billy Joe Dupree back in the 80s when I started watching football. Late 70s, early 80s. It's a name I don't even know. Billy Sorry Joe Dupree. Say. Oh, he was a killer tight end. CeeLo, you got to Google him. I
0: came up with, uh, what was it, Jay Novacek. Jay Novacek. was On Super Bowl winning teams. Doug yep.
1: Crosby mm, was another know, yeah. guy. Yeah, the Cowboys are the solid tight Jason Witten, as Jason you mentioned, Witten, solid. Sure, sure. I did enjoy also the Eagles. They sacked Dak down 27-7. to 7. Dude was celebrating. Like, I, get lost.
0: It happens all... I mean, Quinn and Williams did it the other day for the Jets. <laughs> I. It's
1: just... You're getting rolled. These
0: guys, it's just they don't care. It's an individual thing. They really... It's, hey, I, I got mine.
1: Look at me. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. Uh, then a lot of people were very excited on the, on the internet about uh, Eli Manning getting... Flipping the double middle finger, <laughs> double bird, as yeah. they say on television. He was talking to Chris Long, former Philadelphia Eagle, yeah. and uh, I guess Eli was saying that in Philadelphia, nine-year-old kids will give you the double finger, the double the double middle finger salute, the double middle finger salutes, which he did on television. Everyone screen grabbed it. See, I must
0: have I must have fallen asleep just before that happened because I watched the game into the third, and I had the Manning cast on. It's the only way I can watch these Monday night games now. I love it. And then I woke up in this morning and I saw the screen grabs and I'm like, was this a real thing last night? Like yeah. he actually did.
1: Oh, it was real, Sula. <laughs> and the
0: best was if you listen to the audio, he goes, ah, oh, maybe they can just blur that out. Well, not in <laughs> real time, Eli. <laughs> After the fact. Yeah, perhaps. not live. Yeah. You're right. People yeah. think
1: you beep things out live. You don't beep them out live. No.
0: I mean, I guess, well, they, you dump the audio, the audio gets dumped, right. but I don't think you can dump out of the video. You cannot dump out of no, video. No. <laughs> oh, well. So
1: we got to see Eli Man and give the Flipped the double bird. Yeah. He did a Dak Prescott uh, hip dance Yes. Thing. Looked very
0: smooth. Much smoother than he did, you know, on the playing field in his day.
1: Yeah. No, he can be smooth with the smooth dance. Got some good hips. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys are going to run away with that division. Yeah. It sure looks like it. The NFC East.
0: Yeah. Especially now that Ryan Fitzpatrick's hurt. Washington's well right. lost a couple games with Heineke, a quarterback. So, uh, yeah, it's, I would say Dallas' division to lose.
1: Why do the people always assume, like, like, when I was going through the Giants' schedule, this would come up a lot. There's some weird assumption in the NFL that you're, no matter how good or how bad you are, you're going to split the games in your division. Yeah. That's not happening. Giants aren't beating the Cowboys. they think They're not.
0: It's one of those sort of old wives' tales, yeah. right? And it, I'm sure, applied for many years, uh, in many cases, kind of your opinion about double headers and baseball. That's yeah, always a split. Yeah. Not always, but, you know, percentage-wise, maybe it is above 50%, but with the way the Giants are going right now, and the way they've been going for multiple years, of course, you don't get that feeling. Certainly not with Dallas. Clearly well, the more talented team.
1: What was weird, Jerry and I have talked about this too, we grew up Cowboys fans. When the Cowboys were terrible, they would still somehow beat Washington. Yeah. Even if Washington was good, sometimes you just have a team's number. Sometimes you have a team's number, but yeah, I don't see a, the Cowboys losing that division.
0: The only thing, see, I haven't looked close enough. Like if Dallas came here late in the year and you got like a real bad weather day, that could maybe even things up, something like that. But even so,
1: then it's you'll just give them a chance.
0: To, yeah, you know, maybe yeah, you give the Giants a puncher's chance, and it's a tight game. Maybe there's a you know a. Slippery ball, fumble, and reception, something like that. But.
1: Although the NFC East is playing the AFC West this year. So Cowboys will have to play. Well, they've already played the Chargers. They got the Chiefs. They got the Broncos. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Well, so do the Giants. <laughs> and the Giants have those teams as well. Right? Yeah, like they come Good to
0: MetLife life mid-December. Who knows? You know, maybe maybe there's a blizzard that day. Probably not. <laughs> It'd probably be like sunny in 60. Right. The way
1: the weather patterns work these days. It'll be cowboy weather.
0: Yeah. Perfect.
1: Uh, you uh, Giants fans don't seem to like this Jason Garrett all that much. Talk about
0: a, As a former Cowboy, a former I didn't cowboy. like him from the day he got here. Nothing against me; he might be a nice guy. As a pro- why?
1: They think because he was
0: blah. Yes, as a yeah, head but coach. That, but isn't that the head?
1: But okay, if he's blah as a head coach, uh huh. And then you bring him in as offensive coordinator. Yeah, but well,
0: when was he ever this like big shot? I'm going to push the ball down the field. Offensive coordinator.
1: I thought when they had Dak, he pushed the ball down the field. Why isn't that the head coach's job?
0: Yeah, but he wasn't. But he was the head coach at that point. He right. wasn't the offensive coordinator with Dak.
1: Right. So then, why? Do, was why he? Do Maybe they, he was. Was he
0: play caller for a while? He might have. But been. why I do they blame
1: now. the offensive coordinator for poor play calls? Isn't that the head coach's job? It's, ultimately? This, this the, ultimately, it's
0: the easy thing to do. We blame, blame the, the coordinators. The, well, they're the done? ones calling the plays. If it's all on the head coach, why do you need the coordinator?
1: You know, I would thought the coordinator would suggest. This is how I would do it if I was head coach in the NFL. Yeah. I'd have an offensive coordinator like someone like Jerry Recco would be my offensive coordinator. Sure. Every play, I'd have Jerry give me a couple options, and then you and call then I'd pick. Up, yeah. he'd be like, I could hand the ball off to Zeke Elliott here, could throw a swing pass to Amari Cooper. Okay,
0: but you're, in some cases, I'm sure that ha- I'm sure with the Chiefs, like Eric Bieniemy's got the play sheet, but Andy Reid is the offensive guru, so I'm sure there's some collaboration there. Okay. Well, if we're talking about the local team specifically. Does Joe Judge understand football? Of course he does. But what's his background? He's a special teams guy. Does he really know the intricacies of the offense, what to call in a certain situation against a certain defense? That's why he's gearing towards a veteran offensive coordinator in Jason Garrett. With the Giants, Robert Salas, he's a what? A defensive guy. So, yes, Mike LaFleur is a first-time coordinator who's never called plays before. But is Salas going to step in and be like, I hired you to call the offense, but I don't trust you, so I'm going to call the plays even though I'm a defensive guy.
1: Why'd the Giants go with a special teams head coach?
0: Well, the thought process was special teams coaches kind of understand all aspects. They understand the full intricacies of the roster, right? The lower part of the roster, you get the most bang for your buck from those guys. John Harbaugh, special teams guy. Right. Does he have his hands? Is he calling both sides? No, he's got a defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator. But what does he do really well? He manages his team. He manages the game well. We saw it with the fourth down situation last week on Monday night or Sunday night against the Chiefs when he said, Hey, Lamar, you want to go for it? Yeah, let's go. Okay, great. You know? And you can tell that the team respects him. They want to play hard for him and all that good stuff. So the head coach, I think in the most successful situations, they always say, You're looking for that like CEO type, right? that oversees everything he communicates well with his staff with his players and as a head coach you don't necessarily want the guy that's just buried in his call sheet the whole game that's the problem with adam Gase with the jets the defense would be on the field he'd be sitting on the bench looking over the the, the you know the tablet and the play sheet and talking to the offense and have no idea what's going on in the field same with rex he was a defensive guy and he had no hand in what was going on with mark sanchez and the offense at times
1: who was making those calls?
0: Um, Brian Schottenheimer for oh, a while. Yeah. And then I forget who it was after that. It's all a blur with the Jets. They've had so many damn changes in the last decade.
1: The Rex Tony Ryan. Sperano
0: has flees oh. and out. I forgot about that. Tony Sperano. Well, I could never forget Marty Morningway. You want to talk about some of the most entertaining <laughs> press conferences of all time in a weird way.
1: The Rex Ryan era was the best era so far.
0: We took it for granted. Here. We did. Yeah. Because, hey, a couple of AFC Championship games. And then as it... You know, went down the wrong path. It was sort of like, ah, oh, okay, this we can't have this. Let's bring in the next guy. Plus, he was fun, right? You know, you had the entertainment factor. Yes, you had some actual winning and playoff appearances. You know, we were spoiled.
1: You had his fun off the field stuff because the feet, their little their back to
0: their back to back thing was basically sandwiched in between the giant Super Bowls. So here
1: in New York, we were life was good. We were living it up. Yeah. And now look at us. Giants Super Bowl, Jets championship game runs, Giants Super Bowl. Yeah. And now it's time oh, to it's pay disaster. the piper.
0: We've been paying for a decade. I mean, when
1: does it end? Jeez. That sounded like Chris Russo right there. <laughs> when That's, does it end? Jeez. 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 Enough already. We do have Yankee baseball tonight, CeeLo. That's exciting. Let's get back to some excitement. Yes, Jameson please. Jameson Tyone. Jameson Tyone against who, Al? Hin Jin Ru. Pretty Not bad. Which is one of my favorite. Pa- I love a chubby baseball player.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And he's a chubby pitcher, which he I love. Chubby chaser. Chubby chaser. Yes. And it was funny. Uh, earlier in the season, I said to Jerry, I said, I, every time I feel like when I watch Ryu, is it Ryu? Yeah. Ryu. It's either
0: Ryu or Ryu. I forget. I always I like mix Ryu. up which the stress. It's not Rue. It's either Ryu, Ryu. or Ryu. I, I don't remember which which syllable to stress. I, I know said, what syllable.
1: Syllable? Part. Yeah. I remember saying to Jerry, I always feel like he pitches well against the Yankees. And Jerry Googled it, and yeah. he does pitch yes. well against the Yankees. He does have
0: good numbers against the Yankees. That Very good accurate. numbers. Yeah, yeah.
1: And oh. he's chubby. See, they can chubby get to him chaser. tonight. I would say you better th- hope so. I would
0: say it this way. This would be the outlook as the as the glass right. half full, positive, optimistic Yankee fan that I'm going to try to be Now that they've won six in a row in this great position, he's due for a stinker against the Yankees <laughs> is that tonight now. Right? Yep. That's, that's the way I look at it.
1: Do the Yankees need to win two of three, or do they need to win three of three?
0: No, I think two of three two would of three be very is comfortable. Yes. Would be. Maybe even one of three, to be honest. One of three? Yeah, probably not. I'll go two of three. Two of three. Because they're, what, two up on Toronto. So, one of three would, what, that would even it up, wouldn't it? Am I doing the math right? you got to
1: take two of three. Yeah,
0: two of three would be good.
1: Get her done. Tie-on Tuesday, Al. So <laughs> a, Tanaka's
0: gone. It's a tie-on Tuesday. It's a tie-on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Ooh, the Frenchman tie-on. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, I've got some uh, more Yankee stuff. I have some Nets stuff. I have some Kyrie stuff. I have some football stuff. Bad math by me,
0: by the way. Two out of three, they would be. They would have been plus one. on. I think they could pick up one. If Toronto won two out of three, I'm saying, if, right? Oh, so if the Yankees two only win. Two and one, win. one game difference. I don't know. It's let's very early go and I'm in, short on sleep. Don't don't hold me to anything here. Just okay. win
1: two of three. Yeah. As Al Davis right. would say. Just win, baby. Yeah. Do it. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back uh, with some uh, more uh, hilarious, fun, mm-hmm. strong takes. So...
0: The fan is on your smart speaker.
1: To listen to the home of New York sports,
0: just say, hey, Alexa, play WFAN.
1: Down. Oh, hi. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Jerry is out today. Took the day off after uh, working uh, and probably cheering and celebrating a Dallas Cowboy victory. Nice, easy one. Rocking chair win for Dallas. 41-21 over the Eagles. It was uh, their uh, home opener, as you uh, mentioned earlier, CeeLo. Yeah. Uh, does your wife listen to WFN, or, or does does she listen? Doesn't listen. Where is she at on that? Very rarely. If she's in the car and yeah. she
0: knows I'm working, she'll certainly throw it on. Yeah. But during the day, she's tied up working. She's constantly on the phone, you know, conference calls, business calls, client calls, all that nonsense. So really, no time. To check all right. The Sports talk radio.
1: Uh, my girlfriend Gina listens uh, quite a bit. So she listens in the morning, and then uh, she'll have a uh, Craig on in the Love afternoon. It. It's it's more of stuff in the background, but she she hears certain things, and sometimes she gets confused. She'll ask me about like she she what she knows is that is people who get mentioned a lot on the radio station. Yeah, so she she knows Kyrie. She's because we we're always talking about Kyrie. She, I don't she doesn't know who Kyrie <laughs> plays for or what he does. But so she,
0: she, but let me ask, I'll yeah. ask this before you go forward. So she's not listening. Because she's into sports, really. No. She, she's listening because she's interested in what you do for a living, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, and then she likes Craig a lot as okay. well to listen in the afternoon. Got it. But listen, there have been times when I've gotten in her car and Mike Francesa was on. It's like she, she keeps it on. Yeah. But it's like background noise Probably for not her. before she met you, though. Would you agree? Correct. No, she didn't even know what the radio station yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. But she, what I'm saying is she, she likes it. Okay. But she likes it on in the background. But she's aware of, the, like, she knew about Deshaun... Watson. She didn't know what the name She knows, exactly. the, names, she knows the name Not, is not the
0: significance.
1: Right. And I know like a couple months ago, she goes, Why do you guys always talk about Kyrie? <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. She'll even sometimes say to me, How's Kyrie doing today? Because they could <laughs> just Kyrie on the radio yeah. station. So the other day she comes over and it was like at the start of uh, the Kyrie and the vaccine. And she hears it. She goes, Of of course, Kyrie's not getting the vaccine, so that's all you guys will talk
0: about. Yes, did she get the whole conspiracy theory thing? No, well? she's not that deep you, into it. Oh, you didn't, because that to me that if that sounds like something that might blow her mind and make her further interested in Kyrie. In Kyrie, yeah,
1: she just loves that. Like she thought we were done with Kyrie stuff. Never, and then, right. There's just certain people on this radio. Like Mello was a guy. A Rod, right? A Rod, Mello. Yeah. Kyrie lightning rods lightning rods sure, and he is a lightning rod, but it got me thinking about because of course we want to think Kyrie's uh crazy, you know, but I think to a bigger part, we're in an era now where we don't trust not just Kyrie doesn't trust, none of us trust the news like or anyone or anyone <laughs> or anything. <laughs> So it, it, I feel like when you know not to go all, go all old guy and you but like if Dan rather told me something Tom Brokaw mm-hmm. these were people I could trust Walter Cronkite Walter Cronkite yes. a good one uh the 2020 folks uh John Stossel yeah. uh, Sue Simmons and Chuck Scarborough Yes Despite I could, some of Sue's uh I could believe them things And now it's like No news is trustworthy. Like, I can't... I couldn't come up with a news source that I couldn't say... And and I think this all happened, of course, during the Trump administration and the rise of social media. Nobody's objective. Nobody's objective. Either you are conservative or liberal. Right. You're Republican or Democrat. And the news source you watch or listen to is slanted in one way or another, unfortunately.
0: And you probably are gearing more towards the one slanting towards your beliefs. Exactly. Right? Yes.
1: So why wouldn't Kyrie and other athletes or younger people be confused or wonder what they're hearing is, is a real source or a believable source? It's like I always cite studies on coffee. Every day something comes out where it's like, if you drink two cups of coffee, you're probably going to die. Yeah, And then the other one is, people who drink two cups of coffee survive uh, colon cancer. Yeah, or they
0: have a 20% less chance of heart failure. Yeah. We see it in the elevator
1: every day. Yeah. So. it's a, it, No matter what you believe, you can find what you would consider a reliable source on yeah. it. It's just so confusing. So I don't... And I'm a vaccinated person, but I didn't run out and get the vaccine. Yeah, I had to be convinced by my sister who has a biology background, listening to Boomer and Gunner with their background on on those sorts of things. But I'm still not 100% sure of any of this stuff. So I don't blame Kyrie for questioning or getting it. What does he what do any of us know about what the news is telling us?
0: Yeah, I think it's another example of how sometimes we are guilty of holding athletes to a higher standard. Yeah. And in some cases, depending on what we're, what you're talking about, you know, I think that's warranted. But in this case, you know, he referenced it yesterday, keep it private, personal decision. Kevin Durant said the same thing. The point you're making, though, I think is exactly what Scott Van Pelt was saying after the game last night when he opened up his, you know, sports show on say? ESPN and was making the point of, like, well, wait a second. We've got people all across the country and the world who can't get on the same page or don't necessarily agree. So why do we expect some of these athletes, why do we expect pro athletes to all have the exact same takes? So that's to me, it's kind of what you I mean, you're making it more about well, we don't know who to believe as far as the yeah. news goes. But as far as people is Kyrie in the minority? Probably. I think the percentages play that out now. But you take any debate or topic and there's gonna be people on one side and people on the other.
1: You know, I am more it's surprised. It's
0: very hard to get 100% in this world these days.
1: Well, yeah, that's what surprises me when I hear teams, no matter the sport, whatever sport it is, where I hear teams that are at 100%. I'm yeah. Like,
0: wow. I, I tend how? to believe
1: that, yeah, that was,
0: I'm sure there were, like you said, I didn't run out to get it. I still have my questions. I'm sure there are players and or coaches or staff members on those teams that fall into that category, but figured, you know what, let me let me go along with the masses here. I'm part of this team, this organization. I don't want to be the outlier I don't want to cause trouble, so let me, you know, conform and and do what they're asking me to do. That would be my guess.
1: Yeah, and and part of like for me, I was like, yeah, you know what, it's going to be a pain in the neck to just go in the stores and stuff with uh, without getting the vaccine. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I'm on. I think I'm on Team Kyrie on this one. Is that the first time you've been on Team Kyrie? I think
0: so. But I think I'm on Team Kyrie. I take it you're not on Team Kyrie for the conspiracy theory that he was no. Liking but, posts of, or allegedly. Yeah. I, they can, all the headlines, reportedly liking Instagram post Yeah. Re- he either was or he wasn't. Yeah. Like, what's reported? I, I didn't follow that.
1: I know but, it also and, was his aunt, I believe. He, his who, aunt was involved. Uh, yes. Talking about a supercomputer where yes. they're trying to get people. It was uh, a,
0: a racial thing. Uh, yes.
1: Vaccined for bad reasons. Right. Uh, listen, I love a good conspiracy theory. Sure, I sure. do. I, I enjoy them. I I don't tend to believe that there's one for the vaccine, but again, I do. Who 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 knows what? Why can't we have a news that we is real facts? Silo <laughs> fact. your answer. There you so, yeah. go. The you real facts
0: it, news. Yeah, you new network. All RFN, right. Real Facts Network. Real, real facts, facts news.
1: Real facts news. And it's
0: just everything that can be proven by fact.
1: <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah,
0: know. probably be difficult because people say. On both sides. Well, this is fact.
1: Yeah, and then right. the other side gives you I a fact know, that disproves, it.
0: It and you don't know where. To I go. hate everything. Now, to be honest with you, that's why I don't watch the news. So you want to call me ignorant or uninformed? That's fine. Yeah, you know, I kind of I get what I need from the people in my life, or you know, notifications on my phone. Like you know, I'm, I've got the Odyssey apps. So I get all the Ten Ten Wins notifications about their right. stories
1: and whatnot. I feel like I can so, believe Ten Ten Wins though.
0: I like to think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but they mostly just tell you about like this guy stabbed somebody in the subway. This well, guy, there's uh, a lot of that. Yeah. It hit somebody over the head with a hammer at a CVS. Yes,
0: they did pick up the Durant David Letterman thing from yesterday, which, which I feel like a lot of people ugh. fell for.
1: Well, as you're saying, so so David Letterman showed up at Nets media day. Yes. The, the David Letterman from Late Night with David Letterman. Yes, and, it, uh,
0: and he gave you that. This is um, Dave from Basketball Digest. Yeah. But it was legitimately Dave Letterman. And yeah. he
1: was asking questions of uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, you goofy think they questions. were set up?
0: Well, my understanding, and I guess, so the Yes Network also did a special yesterday with the Nets for Media Day. Like uh, Ryan Rucco and Sarah Kustock sat down with the players, and I think they later asked Durant about it, and he revealed that he and Letterman are teaming up, that are, they're going to be doing some sort of show or special Ugh. or whatever that i guess is going to be on netflix or God. whatever so i'd imagine him being there asking durant the questions was all part of something that's going to be produced and come down the road so this was not a legit letterman trying to mess around with katie and KD. like people kevin durant doesn't even know who dave letterman is no not the case
1: david letterman i there were two people i loved David Letterman and Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Those were my guys. Loved. Past tense. Loved. Why past tense? Because they, they both uh, they both changed. Okay. As people change. Sometimes it, they both hung around well, in my you, life. You've changed over the years yes. as well. Correct. Yeah. These guys, though, h- hung around in my life for a long time. Okay. Letterman, once he went to CBS, got too legit <laughs> and it wasn't the same. <laughs> Too he was legit. too legit to quit Wow NBC Letterman 12.30 at night Letterman That guy was an innovative guy Like edgy Yeah It's like David Letterman Unpolished Letterman Unpolished Gotcha Unproduced Then he got to CBS It was slick mm. No good <laughs> So Letterman during the late night NBC years Howard Stern in the 90s Was sure. untouchable Sure. his heyday uh, Untouchable Yeah so to see Letterman doing this now, it hurts me. As I a can understand fan. that, yeah, I'm pained by the lack of comedy.
0: Right? It's like Dave, you don't, need, you don't you're stinks. above this. You don't need this. right. This
1: is so. Ju- and then people are like sending it to me because they know I like Letterman. Must see. This is hilarious. It wasn't hilarious. It was I, stupid.
0: Sh- again, I think that was people fa- falling for the bait of like Duran has no idea what's going on. Yeah. He's being you know played or trolled by Letterman here. And I don't think that was what was going on. He might have played it up that way.
1: It must be for, like, when Letterman does that Netflix series where he interviews somebody. Oh, so that's probably what it is then. They do a lot of, uh, in between the talking, they'll cut the video of them doing stuff okay. together. So we'll, that's what we'll look forward to. Yeah. And a I actually, Durant episode of Letterman's yeah, Netflix
0: show. Right. And he'll yeah.
1: say, oh, uh, and they'll play a clip of that. Yeah. Like, I watched um, Letterman interviewed Kim Kardashian. Which I have no interest in Kim Kardashian, but I enjoyed. I thought he actually did a good job with her and it made her... I liked her a lot after watching that.
0: Well, that wasn't that... Now, again, you were watching Letterman the late night. I was not locked in on that, probably yeah. Yeah, a little on the young side. But isn't that wasn't that part of what really made him great? Beyond the comedy, just the ability to bring out the personality and the well, character of his guests. Well, b-
1: during his late night days, he was... He was uh, going for jokes. Well, this, that's what I'm this saying. This is like a very serious, like he sat down yeah. with Kim Kardashian. Yes. But then like they went to CVS and went shopping, you know, they did on video. So okay. they were interspersed. So this is more th- of like a human piece. Yeah. So this is what they must be doing with KD.
0: Huh. I don't know how they're going to then work in yesterday. I don't know what the
1: angle will be. They'll just play it maybe in between things. But it, Who knows? It wasn't funny. But well, people loved it. Yeah. And then the other thing that other older Twitter people like myself were very disappointed in is... um. Young people uh, responding to the, to the video, not knowing who David Letterman right.
0: is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was what I think people felt about Durant. Yeah. Like, he has no idea.
1: Oh, he thought, people thought Kevin Durant didn't know who Letterman
0: is. That was, was my, it, it seemed like people, oh, Letterman's there and he's, yeah, he's in the crowd and, you know, Kate people like maybe he had his mask on and Durant, he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. No, not the case. He knew him. Yeah.
1: Letterman's still going with that big beard. Yes. Which is weird. He's had that a long time. Him and James Harden. Right. The beard.
0: Dude, I again, it's nothing new. I watched him the clips from yesterday. Like I'm literally uncomfortable looking. Like I want to itch for him. So I don't know what he must have some great shampoo conditioner situation, but I would love to
1: take a trimmer and trim beards.
0: Is that yeah? Yeah. That would make you happy. Yeah.
1: That would be (laughs) so relaxing. If I could get Letterman in a chair and just trim up his beard and then (laughs) shave it with like a a razor. Cream and razor, yeah. <laughs> so you want to nice you want to bring look.
0: Letterman back to clean cut? <laughs> yeah, that's clean your cut, idea of, uh, a fun afternoon. I want him
1: in the suit jacket, the yeah. khakis, and the Adidas wrestling sneakers. That's the Letterman I need. Right? Don't ever age, Dave. <laughs> Don't ever. Time age. stops for no one, Al. Time stops. Except Tom Brady. Exactly. That's it. Time He's stops. Hey, is that game this week? Uh, Patriots Sunday uh, night. Patriots, uh, Tampa Bay Bucs. Prime time. This is prime time. That's a Sunday nighter, huh? It's a
0: Sunday nighter. We're going to hear about it all week. I'm apologizing in advance because, you know, not only did the Jets and Giants suck.
1: Yeah. The Jets
0: yesterday on their Zoom call with the media, the media crystal clear with the questions. Like, couldn't be better audio quality. The Jets, not on conference call, at the facility, video sitting that, you know, with the backdrop behind them. Like... Sounded like they're underwater.
1: Yeah, I heard you play uh, it's attempt brutal. to play some of those clips. I have
0: to try, but like it's it's hard to hear. Yeah, and the Giants throw Joe Judge and Evan Ingram out there. The quotes are everywhere. No audio, so that's what we're looking at today.
1: Conspiracy.
0: So you get plenty of hearing, plenty of Brady and Belichick and Monday Night Sound and NBA Media Day stuff and some leftover Yankee stuff from Sunday night. That's where we're at today, Al. This is why I'm
1: on Team Kyrie. Conspiracies. Him yesterday. I'm with it.
0: Had to do the Zoom from home.
1: Yeah, because he's... From uh, his
0: office with the the mahogany behind him.
1: Oh, rich And funny
0: for him, they put him on the Zoom with the straight-up shot, and it looks like he's in the pitch black because of the the dark furniture behind him. But he also streamed it live on his Instagram, on Instagram Live. Better picture on the Instagram side. right. Yeah. That's how Evan and I watched out in the newsroom. Evan... Not live with a mic. He's screaming questions. He had my phone. And he's standing there listening. (laughs) Evan was? Yeah. He's yelling questions into my phone, full well knowing that nobody (laughs) on the other side could hear him. Are you going to play the home opener? Somebody ask him. Come on. (laughs) And eventually they did. And he said, please respect my privacy.
1: It would be awesome, too, if he plays no home games. I mean, talk about Gina here in Kyrie's name on this radio station constantly. That oh, p- people be going crazy That'll about be this Kyrie. year's
0: version of load management for Kyrie. It's oh the way to get goodness. out of you know, Make sure he doesn't play too many games. I'll just skip all the home games.
1: Load management, no problem.
0: man. when we go to one trip to San Francisco or the wherever the heck, yeah, the Warriors are in San Francisco. I think that's the only city in California right now where it applies.
1: That he, I believe, that, oh, that he can't play in. I think so. California, like their
0: their preseason openers in L.A. against the Lakers, and I, I think he's fine for that. Assuming he's going to travel with the team,
1: it's perfect load management. You don't play yeah, the home right. games.
0: There you go, half the season.
1: Bang! It Did, didn't. Uh, who uh, yeah. the Knicks head coach, who who's legendary for Lakers and uh, Bulls, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson <laughs> didn't he want to coach only home games for the First, Knicks?
0: But wait a second. Did he wait a second. Wait he a was second. He's the
1: president. I know, but I thought there was there was talk of bringing him in as head coach. But he only wanted to coach the home games, yeah, or maybe when uh, he was probably. in. Uh,
0: Sounds about right.
1: You know what? Maybe when he was in LA, he was trying to get that
0: towards the end.
1: Yeah, I was I like, G- I've done enough here. You know. Yeah, I remember Jim Rome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember Jim Rome doing a thing about uh, having uh, him Skype from- in from the on the road <laughs> from games Mon- <laughs> yeah. from
0: Montana. Yeah, you just have him His on an iPad the yeah.
1: on the side. By I the look- way, with the real quick, just mm. to circle back to the
0: Kyrie mm-hmm. thing. So their first two games are on the road. Then they have six in a row at home. Oh, so it's gonna be nice, relaxing. uh, Figure that out sooner rather than
1: later. All right, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll do a little more Yankees, we'll do a little more NFL and all sorts of fun stuff on the other side. Another
0: day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN.
1: Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm with CeeLo this morning. Uh, Jerry has the day off. The Cowboys. Uh, Jerry was doing the Cowboy game last night for National Radio. The uh, Cowboys uh, beat up on the Eagles 41-21. Looking like the dominating force in the NFC East. And we've got a big Yankee game tonight. Yankees in Toronto. Jamison Tyone. Town Tuesday. Versus uh, Ryu. Hyunjin Ryu. Who's got the Yankees number.
0: I think this is gonna be be like his fifth start against them this season. The last time out, he put up six shutout innings on them.
1: We need Giancarlo to hit another home run tonight. Yeah, he and Judge got to stay hot,
0: carry Mm -hmm. the offense here.
1: Yeah. One more quick thing on the Nets: they've landed a a record-breaking jersey deal for a sponsorship that's going to go on their jerseys. It's something called Weebull. Oh. Never heard of it. It's uh, check this out: an independent. Self-directed broker-dealer focused on zero commission online trading. How do they get all that money, then, if they're taking zero commissions? doesn't make any sense. Advertising? What? Maybe. No, they're the wee we I bowl. mean, Robinhood is
0: uh, zero commission, aren't they?
1: That's a good no, question.
0: No fee trading?
1: Is that right? How are they making money, these places? I don't know. How are they making money to be put, put, putting their logo it's on Nets jerseys? I have no idea. I'm always skeptical of any sort of jersey. I'm, I'm skeptical, skeptical of any company that I've never heard of spending big money. No, because I always remember Sponge Tech. Remember SpongeTech Tech no. a number of years ago? No, they did I a don't. lot of sports advertising, yeah. and it was a sponge company. Yeah, and it turned Literally out to be sponges. Yeah, turned out to be a scam.
0: weren't sponge worthy? Huh? No, scam. A scam? It was the company wasn't real.
1: Scam. So. They what were sponge was, tech.
0: What were they doing?
1: Not making sponges. I don't know what they were doing. Paying some, money to advertise for it sponges was some that didn't sort exist? Of Bizarre thing. <laughs> I'd have to Google it to right. get into. I, and I have in the past. Yes. I just don't remember. I would
0: say it's a little different now because the jersey advertising is becoming more of a mainstream thing.
1: And I guess they're putting it on the jerseys like that you would buy in the store. Oh God. Yeah. Like if, yeah, I guess, if you want, right? you want an authentic...
0: If you're paying the money to advertise, you're, yeah. hey, let's make sure everyone walking around has got it yeah. on, too.
1: That's a little much, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, come on. I'm like thankful putting, that I'm not buying jerseys anymore. Now you're putting patches on jerseys. Right. Stop. Right. Stop. Well, we you know... We're getting hit over the head with
0: advertising. I know. but we did, we got <laughs> all hot and bothered about Nike putting the swoosh on the front of the baseball jerseys. Oh, the Yankee pinstripes. Oh. We, we've gotten used to that. Yeah, no right. one talks about that anymore. No one cares, right? Right. We'll I don't mind the thing. Nike
1: stripe. That's an athletic athletic company. I
0: know. The brand is something you're used used to and, and comfortable with.
1: And I could see if your league was hurting for cash. You know, like some some local soccer league you need to put. you the NBA. Stop.
0: They'll take as much as they can get. Stop. They love their money.
1: We love money, yeah. I see uh, Josh Gordon is joining the Chiefs. This guy's got uh, nine lives. He's failing upward every time. He fails upward. Yeah, well, because. He screws up in life or has addiction problems, whatever it may be, gets thrown out of the league, then comes back to whoever's the top team.
0: Because those teams can afford to take the flyer, because it doesn't cost a lot. They're already a good team, and hey, let's bring them in. Maybe we catch lightning in a bottle.
1: But why can't uh, uh, since he doesn't cost a lot? Why can't a scrub team pick him up?
0: They could, but if if Josh Gordon says, "Well, do I want to go to the Jets or go to the Chiefs?" Go but what, the Chiefs. but
1: we, he's getting rewarded for continuing to get thrown out of the league. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if
0: I don't know if it, I see it quite that way. Yeah, I, I understand your point, but I mean, what does Kyrie think of this? <laughs> We've got to know. Get Kyrie's Kyrie. team. You should have asked him that on the Zoom yesterday. Hey, Kyrie, by the way, uh, your thoughts on Josh Gordon going yeah. to the Chiefs?
1: I mean, the last time he got thrown out of the league and came back in, he got the team with Seahawks. Tom Brady.
0: Seahawks, right. Patriots. Tom Brady. Yeah. But it never Guys. lasts for long. He hasn't been a real impact player right. in a while. Right, so, so why even, like, why would the Chiefs I mean, it's even... the same as them. They brought in Le'Veon Bell after the Jets caught him last year. I never went anywhere, so... Cause they did it in... with Lashawn McCoy. Late. I get it's different. Those guys didn't. Are coming off suspension, but Andy Reid's gonna well, have to and wind up in the hospital again. So. Well, let's, with heart. Let's issues. hope not. Oh, it was dehydration. He's fine. With dehydration. He was released issues. yesterday. He's all good, and he's gonna be back in the facility this week. Yeah. so we yeah, get him fine. a water. Yeah.
1: Or a green Gatorade. It was probably
0: a hot day out there.
1: It was in Missouri. 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 Yeah. Did you like what uh, Garrett Cole's wife did, Cela?
0: I didn't know about this until I saw it on your sheet this morning.
1: Oh yeah, so Garrett Cole's wife, as they say, trolled the Red Sox. Yeah, she had their new baby. I guess he's not baby baby if he could hold a broom.
0: He's got to be. It, I think. I think that she was due with that kid, r- sh- like right around spring training, beginning of that. La- I could be wrong on that. Point being, I think the kid is more than a year old. Though. Yeah. So this yeah.
1: kid was walking around with a broom. And she wrote on her Instagram post, someone had his broom ready for the Yankees sweep. Great. So we can look forward to
0: now if when the if and when the Yankees either get to the postseason and get eliminated. And if the Red Sox make it longer, they'll do that yeah. as a retort the same That's way they did do. to Aaron Judge playing New York, New York a couple of years back.
1: Right. So. And in fact, she had New York, New York playing yep. in the background. Great. So that'll, that'll be with the Red Sox Sweeping do this year. They'll get one of
0: their... Kid players, babies, walking around with a broom playing New York, New York, if they somehow – like if they beat the Yankees in the wild card game. And you,
1: and it would be Garrett Cole pitching. Uh, most likely. Most likely. Yeah. You can't not have him start your wild card well, game. Well,
0: here's how, Al. If they get to game 162 against Tampa and they need it, oh. you could see him on short rest, and then oh. he would not pitch the wild card Then game. who
1: would pitch the wild card? Who's second <sighs> best pitcher for the Yankees? You're a Yankee fan, see Yeah, right? I mean – Who's the second best? Th-
0: as far as the numbers go, or this who year, you would,
1: who you would want there if Garrett Cole and his uh, baby uh, sweeping ways had to win Game One, I could see them.
0: I could see them piecing it together. I could see them going bullpen oh. games. like three innings, Cortez, two innings, Severino. Let's get to the back half, and then we'll do matchups. I mean, Jordan Montgomery statistically has clearly been their number two pitcher this year, but the Yankees don't score any runs for him usually, so I, I don't know.
1: I like Nestor Cortez.
0: Yeah. Well, they'll, you know what they'll do. They'll he's look at all cool the matchups, all so, oh, the analytics, who's got the best numbers against the hitters of whatever team they're going to face. They'll break
1: out the binder and yeah. figure it out from yeah. there.
0: It's for we used to mock Girardi, right? Right. When he was here, Binder Joe. Yes. Look at what baseballs become. All binders. Everyone's all about the binders.
1: We've all got binders. Yeah, and
0: he's considered old school now.
1: Joe Girardi no, was is? just a
0: few years ago. Not that long ago. Yeah, I don't like that. 2017,
1: Binder Joe. CeeLo, if I was a manager in baseball... First of all, I'd wear the starter jacket. Those were cool. Mm. Although I do like how all the managers wear the hoodies now. Sure. And
0: Boone's a big, see, right up my alley. The the short sleeve hoodie, though. I love the short sleeve hoodie.
1: He's like a vest guy like you are. Yes.
0: Vest guy and short sleeve hoodie guy. Boone and I have that in common. I got to say, last
1: year I sort of became a vest guy. I have a vest you know, that I, like, wear out to walk the dog. I'm a walk-the-dog-in-a-vest guy now. It's
0: not as constricting, but it yes. gives your core the warmth that Correct. you're looking
1: for when it's chilly or cold. And it's great for driving. I don't yes. like my arms restricted with a jacket sleeve. It's dangerous. It is quite dangerous. Yeah. You get a vest on. You've got your arms free. Range of motion is good to Range go. Range of motion. But then my arms are cold. And that's no good, CeeLo.
0: Some Under Armour. A little cold gear. Is Garrett Cole pitching tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, Tyone tonight. Cole, then Kluber or Klub, as Clubs. Boone calls him. No, Klub. Klubs. I couldn't believe it. He every everything. Is, you know, everything ends in ey. Judgy, Chappie, Guardy. I mean, the list goes on and on. And you think it would be easy with Kluber? It would be Kluby. Clube. Klub. Klubs. Klub.
1: Uh, Jerry got a kick out of this the other day. I'm bringing his name up because I've already forgotten it. So let me bring this up on the app. Uh, I, I was giving Jerry the matchups for uh, Yanks. Toronto. Yeah, I
0: know. You had no idea who Robbie Ray was. <laughs> Guy's going to win the AL Cy Young. <laughs> Somebody named Ray.
1: I go, some dude named Ray is pitching for the. Uh,
0: we have to break out. Oh, we have to break okay. uh, uh
1: Boomer and Geo up very shortly. Yeah. And Joe Rogan tickets in the 8 o'clock hour. Awesome. Be back in a moment. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. We certainly are the superheroes of WFAN. Jerry is off today. CeeLo will be doing updates. Uh, CeeLo co-hosted the afternoon yesterday with Cartner Roberts. Not
0: sure what's going to be in the updates today, but we will have them.
1: Uh, you cannot repeat anything that you used yesterday. <laughs>
0: Okay, and you listen to all of it. <laughs> I listen so to you'll it know. all.
1: I'm going to know. You will call I need, me out. I need all things fresh and fresh. cut up for today. No, because then we wouldn't get to hear from Kyrie,
0: which is important. We want to hear from Kyrie? Gina is, wants to hear from Kyrie.
1: What does Kyrie think of this? Yeah, we must hear about Kyrie. Uh, Cowboys big win last night, statement game showing the Giants that they got no oh, yeah. shot sure. uh, in the NFC East, the smacking the Eagles around 41, 21
0: on that note, late in the game, they put up a graphic ESPNs, you know, All F- right. or whatever, yep. best chance to win the NFC East. Cowboys 64%, Eagles 24%, Washington 10 the Giants 2
1: They got a 2% chance. Eli so, sees
0: it. He goes, 2% chance to win the MC East. That's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Did you watch the team on Sunday? <laughs> I understand you were a little busy, the retirement ceremony and yeah. everything, but good God. Yeah,
1: that's not 2%. 2%. That's not going to be good. That's like when they put up the next-gen stats during the game. They'll be like, yeah. uh, the Vikings have a 99.9% yeah. chance of winning this game. Yeah, because there's then, three seconds left. And then left. they blow it. Find a way to blow it. Although I always get tempted to be like, what if I put $1? What if I went on one of the betting apps and put $1 yeah, on the not? other team? Sure. $5 on the other team to win. Never know. I tried to do that during the Chiefs game because the Chiefs were down. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just take the Chiefs to win. Right. The live line. The live line. They the, know that the Chiefs come back and win these games. Except they didn't. They didn't. WFAN <laughs> and so WFAN it was not great odds. 101.9
0: FM HD1 New York.
1: An Odyssey Station.